0: All right. Hello and welcome to a very, very special uh, coin talk. I think we're going to call this a dispatch. It's not a normal episode. It's a dispatch. Um, I went on vacation. This is a general theme. If I go on vacation, there will instantly be more news uh, that pertains to this show uh, than uh, any other time of the year. So just as I was leaving town, uh, Trump tweets and then these Facebook Libra hearings happen right on the heels of each other. Uh, I've got a guest. He's been on the show before. You know him from the late, great Breaker magazine. It's David V. Morris. I'll bring him Ooh. on in a second. He's been watch- watching these, uh, 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 these uh, Libra hearings, and uh, we're both going to talk about our impressions. But first, some music. This is Coin Talk. The price of Bitcoin is around $9,450. It's Wednesday, July 17th at 8:46 p.m. And that's right, I'm calling the show live directly off my laptop. And I've got a uh a, a very uh very special guest on the line, david D. Morris. Hello there hello, okay, I have an embarrassing statement here off the beginning. I've been watching you watch the Libra hearings uh, on your Twitter feed, and I actually don't know if you have physically been in attendance or you are watching them on some kind of a stream
1: No, no, no I'm watching the stream from uh right. from my new uh, offices in a deluxe apartment in the sky in downtown Manhattan. Lovely. Are you watching solo or are you like in a team? Uh, I think it's mostly me. I'm, I, uh, I think you know this, but I'm now with fortune. So there's a couple other people who have been doing a little bit here and there. Are um, you like a I...
0: crypto guy at fortune now?
1: Oh God, no. Crypto? I'm, I'm the junior crypto guy at, or junior. junior um, crypto. the, uh, the, the, the ledger team, uh, Jim Vietzner and Bob Hackett and, uh, Jeff John Roberts are all way more on top of this
0: than even I am. So, um, if you've been listening to coin talk, you know that I've been um pretty obsessed with Libra. I just think it's really interesting moment. Um, it's an interesting flashlight, uh, to shine on the whole world of crypto and Bitcoin. And, uh, I never really thought that it would become so literal as uh watching uh David Marcus get grilled by Congress. I almost felt like um like I was in a dream where crypto twitter and the u s government just got jumbled in a can and shook yeah. up um tell me Tell me about your overall impressions of just like what surprised you about these. Um Boy, I think that what surprised me the most was actually um really
1: positive was just how on top of this stuff, uh especially the House finance Committee seemed to be um I mean there was some discussion of it from a from a technical perspective that was um pretty pretty solid, but also I think that the the House committee seems way ahead of Facebook itself on understanding how this works as finance. Um, and so that's why, in my eyes, and, and not everybody agreed with this assessment, but it really, to me, looked like Marcus was getting kicked around quite badly, um, mostly because he just could not give good answers to a lot of the finance, regulatory
0: and risk questions, um, especially in the House today. I so that totally agree. My very first note here was um, Congress seems very well briefed. Uh, I, I'm just going to say a shout outs to all the congressional staffers um, who've probably been talking to people from Coin Center. But yes, regardless yeah. of your feelings about Bitcoin and crypto, I think everyone would like to see informed decisions getting made. And it really felt for the first time like Congress knew a lot more about Bitcoin than many of my own friends.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was impressive um and then the other big su- i mean surprise in a less positive way I think. Um I think we have to have to give a shout out to the wildest moment of the hearings which was when uh California representative Brad Sherman uh said uh I'm going to paraphrase here but he started off by saying that um uh innovators we celebrate innovators uh, Osama bin Laden was an innovator when he flew two planes into the Twin Towers. Uh, <laughs> but I think Libra might be a bigger threat to America. Um, that was, I think, the uh, uh, not not so great um, big moment of the hearings for for me, just from pure shock value. I, I don't know. That,
0: that had the distinct feeling of like a best man toast Going rapidly awry, uh, <laughs> you know it had that like um I assume that most people like ran their questions by their staff, and that that was like the guy who came late and started writing his toast on a napkin and was like, Oh, this will go over like gangbusters,
1: yeah, that seemed very it seemed ill considered um let's let's put it that way um but there like there it was representative of something i mean it was the most extreme point. Of the, the sphere, uh, and behind it was definitely a lot of other reps and senators who were understandably extremely skeptical and even, I would say, hostile towards Facebook as an entity and, and Marcus as a representative of that. So, um, I mean, the
0: tone was very skeptical. Um, yeah, it reminded board, me, really. it reminded me a little bit of like a teenager who, um, uh, just got a DUI like asking for like a raise in their allowance or something. It was kind of like, <laughs> you're, you're coming to us with this now, you know, yeah. like your reputation is at an all time low. You've uh you've failed to deal with problems that are far simpler than um, running an economy and mm-hmm. building a currency. How could you possibly be bringing this now? And I think that's an interesting question, because I didn't realize until these hearings that um, David Marcus came from PayPal, and he's been at Facebook for five years. So we don't really know how long Facebook has been planning this, but I think it's safe to say that when they started the Libra project, uh, Facebook was in better governmental graces than they are at this juncture.
1: Absolutely. And I mean the, the, the point about um Marcus's arc, the the other thing to know is that as soon as they brought it from PayPal, uh was that he went to Messenger, right? So he ran Messenger yep. for a couple of years. And the specific and and Marcus even made this point himself um by way of sort of trying to scare people with uh you know, we're not gonna be able to compete with China, the reference point for uh Libra, a lot of people are sort of connecting those dots and saying that uh what they're trying to do is build an american version of alipay um or wechat or one of these chinese platforms where you have integrated payments with chat that also oh by the way at least in china is highly controlled by the authorities um so you know that's uh that's the arc that Marcus's career describes um and you know whether you can fairly draw that conclusion or not um but it, it seems to uh, seems to track to some
0: larger interpretations that are happening. I think the biggest uh, surprise comment for me—I don't remember who said this—but someone, a Congressperson, said, "I've been talking to the Libra partners, and we're of course referring to the uh, twenty-seven node holders, who uh, mm-hmm. include Mastercard, uh, Visa, Uber." Um, And they said, basically, I'm paraphrasing, they're all afraid of Facebook. All of them have serious reservations. I shouldn't say all. The ones he had talked to have Mm. serious reservations about Libra, but are basically too afraid to opt out, too afraid of missing out on the market. Um, That's a pretty audacious statement. Now, do I know that he's not making that up? I don't. But uh, if that is true, and if there is real trepidation on their part, which I would understand, I have always wondered why would uh Visa and MasterCard be bullish yeah. on Libra. Um you're basically cannibalizing your own market. Yeah. And or not PayPal. only are you or PayPal, you're basically creating a future in which PayPal is irrelevant and ultimately when the uh Libra debit card cuts out, uh MasterCard and Visa could become
1: superfluous yeah and as far as I understand it, none of them have actually uh yet act- paid the whatever the ten million dollar table stakes are uh Marcus addressed this today that Facebook is the one who has done all the capital investment um but I think that that I actually missed that particular point, but it does connect to um kind of a a bigger overarching thing, which is a lot of these claims that Facebook was making about not having direct control over Libra or the Libra Association or whatever, uh, the, the legislators were pushing back against that really hard. Um, and the, the Libra Association specifically, I also am forgetting who said this, but, um, you know, somebody, somebody said something to the effect of, um, oh, you, you say this is a decentralized organization, but didn't you pick all of the members? Uh, I would really love if I could pick my, constituents, you know, if I could pick the people who voted for me. Um, so I mean I think that a lot of Facebook's efforts to portray the Libra project as either technically or uh in terms of governance decentralized really were blown apart today um and, and yesterday. And um that that was another major theme of the hearings. Um so yeah, you know you look everybody the- asking why are you putting it in Switzerland? Like
0: what are you, yeah. what is going on here? Well, and the Switzerland thing got instantly shredded. And I feel like, um, from an optics perspective, we all could have seen that coming. They would have been better off to base this in a country that uh, no one has heard of than Switzerland. Like, yeah. Switzerland just screams out money laundering energy. Like, you might well, as well. In part in because Malta crypto projects have been that. doing it there for a few years now. Um, yeah. And- that's the well, funny and, part of all of it. and this, the Nazis is, were doing it there in the forties. Yeah. Like, there's a history of oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, um, people uh, doing unethical financial things or doing the things that is not allowed in their country in Switzerland. This is a yeah. a thing that Congress people are going to know about.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, but I, I think that it's it's also funny yeah. on a shorter time scale because. Libra is taking so many pages from the playbook of these, like, fringy, I mean, relatively fringy crypto projects from, you know, being located in Switzerland to having this, like, quote, unquote, decentralized organization. And, you know, as soon as you've got a moderate amount of scrutiny around those things, um, and and once you, of course, hitch it to somebody with as sully a rand as Facebook has, uh, they, they really fall apart. So it was kind of funny watching Facebook just follow in the footsteps of all of these crypto people who have said, oh, this is all completely fine. And Facebook is bringing up the rear and just gets the, the full um, machine gun fuselage that somehow all these smaller projects have, have evaded. Um, so I, I I'll be honest. I was entertained by
0: that. I was entertained also. If you look at the all of the evidence that Libra is not just a Facebook project. It's basically, it's not just us, but there's 27 other people. That got shredded. It's not in America, it's Switzerland. That got shredded. And the final one, which I didn't totally see coming, is how is this a nonprofit? The (laughs) idea that a nonprofit um, is going to turn a profit for not just Facebook, but all of the partners, is a very, like, valid concern. And I understand how um, many of these crypto projects say the Zcash Foundation are nonprofits. profits um, but the Zcash Foundation did not come out of a publicly traded American company. Yeah. It's almost as if Facebook um, felt like it could completely rebrand itself here in the mm-hmm. manner that these crypto projects have. And I see a little bit of, like, I kind of wonder if just Mark Zuckerberg got really into crypto and was like, hey, Mm -hmm. you should do like a crypto thing like that. We'll just be a foundation in Switzerland. And it's a totally, totally different proposition to have this come out of Facebook. I think it's like a totally valid question of like, if this is going to benefit Facebook, a it should be in America and it shouldn't be a nonprofit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, and I think that that's a reason, pretty more than reasonable thesis as far as Zuckerberg, and he seems to just really decide everything that goes on. Um, and I think it's also, again, just from a base schadenfreude perspective, um, I think it's really interesting looking at the contrast between him and not just the, the Winklevoss twins who are other sort of rivals of his, but um, him and Jack Dorsey, who with Square has sort of just quietly decided we're going to do some Bitcoin integration, we're going to support the protocol um and so he's got the cash app which is you know i'm sure making a decent amount of money just buying and selling bitcoin um and uh and, and nothing even close to this has happened obviously it's not quite as ambitious but he he you know in my entirely subjective perspective is sort of going about it the right way
0: quote unquote um <laughs> yeah I, I was just going to say i feel like there's a funny alternative uh timeline where Facebook rejected the idea of Libra and was like it would be smarter for us to put a Bitcoin wallet in every Facebook account. And probably there are still congressional hearings about it, but those congressional hearings would have been really entertaining. Yeah, well, I mean, they would have been more complicated and
1: and frankly, I think they would have been more two-sided because um, one of the things that it wasn't necessarily... I think I missed maybe one or two points where it was explicitly spelled out. Um, but, you know, implicitly there were some statements being made that really did speak to the strengths and, um, both legal and, for at least people on some sides of the aisle, moral advantages of, uh, Bitcoin over Libra because, um, another one of the, the best, uh, pieces of questioning uh, was from this guy, uh, Sean Duffy, who's the representative from Wisconsin. Um, and he started off seeming like he was going to be, uh, one of the, the pro people. There were a couple of mostly people on the Republican, on the Republican side of the aisle who said, oh, this is great, this is innovative. And Duffy started off this morning saying, uh, oh, this is absolutely brilliant and innovative. That's the quote. And then the exact, the very next thing he said was, um, can Milo Yiannopoulos or Louis Farrakhan use this system? If I'm a gun dealer, can they use your system? So obviously the point there is, is this going to be censorship resistant? Um and you know, whatever else you think about them, um some of the uh debates about speech on Facebook are highlighting some of the problems with platforms uh having this much power over
0: speech, much less money. So It was, and and um, this is already one of the defining ways that people talk about how Bitcoin is different than PayPal. I mean, yes, Marcus should have been better prepped for that question. You can kind of see him like take it LB. It's like this is the big question of the moment. He should have expected that someone was going to ask a deplatforming question. Yeah. And and it could have been a Democrat asking it the other way which is, is Libra going to uh, fund the uh, hate groups? You know, yeah. like it, the funny thing about this thing is it was almost a weird bipartisan, like almost every criticism kind of cut both ways.
1: Exactly. And I mean, I mean, Democrats or whoever it was did bring up the issue of, you know, terrorist financing um, and, you know, not necessarily like gun stuff, but the terrorist financing for sure. And I mean this is why major american corporations don't launch their own cryptocurrency is because there's a good reason that these are decentralized and there's a good reason that satoshi disappeared um and and was was synonymous which is that like the way these are set up is not to really necessarily please anybody um and uh i i think it, I, I it was hard to watch on some level because it really seems like facebook has not thought all that hard about these fundamental issues, which not thinking hard about fundamental issues is something that Facebook could easily patent. But, um, you know, it, it really, this there's this, uh, I don't know, there's the horns of a dilemma that if you own a cryptocurrency, you have to solve that if you don't, you can just put it out there and kind of let it be a thing that cuts both ways. Um, and, and so I just don't think there's any, I don't think there's any solution to those questions that's going to actually make people
0: on either side happy as long as there's somebody that they can hold responsible for it. Well, I think if, if Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies didn't exist, Facebook could justifiably say, this is the way of the world. We need to bank the unbanked, uh, basically give a bunch of the reasons that I think Bitcoin is important. Um, collapsing economies, people putting their money in, foreign remittances, people sending money home. But it has all the problems and someone has already solved almost all of those problems and they're copying the thing that solved them. Yeah, I didn't realize that Bitcoin would actually like be mentioned so often in these hearings. Um, mm-hmm. This was almost equally about Libra and Bitcoin and it did seem like uh, people, uh, including, um, even the oldest members of Congress were able to see the differences. And I would say overall people sound more positive about Bitcoin. And so the yeah. whole idea that Facebook had that they would come in as a cartel basically and say, Hey, if you don't, um, if you don't go for this regulated Libra stuff, you're going to get mm-hmm. the, uh, the raw dope over here. You don't want that. That felt bad yeah. right on its face.
1: Yeah, and, and I mean, they were, um, I mean, I sort of read that, uh, that implicit message. I think that, um, Marcus was also saying, if you don't approve Libra, you'll somehow wind up with, with Alipay and China will control it in the United States, which is maybe a bit of a stretch, but, um, yeah, it, it, it was definitely implicitly or explicitly a lot of stuff about, the Maybe not necessarily the benefits of Bitcoin universally, but certainly it was about what Bitcoin is and what Libra is not
0: um, so yeah, that was interesting. I think a lot of the the stuff about the differences, the contrast between Libra and bitcoin mm-hmm. it's difficult to make that case without a Libra like Libra is actually a very good foil for Bitcoin. Um, in all of the ways that people would say, well, why do I need that? Why can't I just use PayPal? Um, now that there's an actual like centralized cryptocurrency, not a different payment thing that really based based on bank accounts. I mean, really to me, like PayPal and Venmo are just a layer on top of bank accounts. Mm -hmm. Um, now that there's a true, the PayPal of crypto and Libra. Um, I think people are actually seeing that these aren't like theoretical, like guy who's into the blockchain and proof of stake, um, mm-hmm. kinds of issues, but they're central issues that come up immediately when you apply digital currencies to the hot button issues of today, like deplatforming, uh, like terror funding, like, yeah. um, and I think the biggest one that actually people really understand is this idea of surveillance that uh, Facebook is basically going to have a one-stop shop of information about you that goes from your paycheck to every dollar you spend. There's, just, yeah. there's no, you know, on the show, I make a joke about making a bull case for everything. And I have made a bull case for Zebra because <laughs> I actually do think it could take off, but there's no upside to that. Like there's yeah. no way that you can make the case that putting your life on the Libra network makes it more convenient. It's all downsides. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I, I want to, there were two other things that the the representatives this morning in particular really saw through that I think it's important to hit on. And one is, and I'm just looking from memory here, as far as data goes, because you mentioned that um, what I got from Marcus's testimony was that Calibra is the wallet that Facebook will control, and Correct. that wallet will collect data. Um, and And he acknowledged that pretty clearly a couple of times today. So um, again, you're back pretty explicitly to the point of, we're Facebook, trust us that we won't do bad things with this data. Um, and, and, you know, the idea that they don't control the network, even if that's false, then becomes irrelevant to the discussion. Um, So, so that one was several people kind of pressed him on that. And he laid out the fact that yes, this Calibra wallet. It will collect data. Another important thing that, again, I I was impressed by the the way the reps really pushed back on that, but um, implicitly what he admitted was that the Calibra wallet that Facebook controls will be Closely integrated with existing Facebook functions. So, um, you know, whether you're a seller on Facebook or whatever, the Calibra wallet will be the one that's there by default. And he said he used the word interoperable with third party wallets. He said that Libra will be interoperable with third party wallets. Um, and that means the currency will. But several times people pressed him on. Will you be able to use a third-party wallet on Facebook? Um, and, and on that point, he was very cagey. So it really seems like he got backed into a corner as far as what Facebook's strategy is. And they're still going to collect the data through the Calibra wallet. I mean, it just—it this is just my impressions, but I think that's what came through today. Um, and, and so a lo- I feel like I'm—I walked away on that particular point feeling more skeptical about. Libra than than I was earlier because he got pressed on those points that were a little bit unclear to me at that
0: point. Yeah, there's a it reminded me a little bit of the history of um twi- the Twitter clients where yeah exactly in the early days anyone could make a Twitter client and it was like a wide open platform uh, for the the API was out there and people built these great clients. And then you could kind of tell that Twitter was a little less comfortable with the other clients. And they're like, you can build a client, but you got to obey these rules. And then finally, there's a, a a great purge and they made it very, very hard to make third-party clients. And the reason that they did that was that those third-party clients would not do all of their rich ads and tracking, which is how they make their money. So mm-hmm. yeah, for the case of Facebook, I just can't believe that there's going to be third-party wallets, either outside or inside Facebook, that make Facebook as much money as their own wallet. And Mm -hmm. for that reason, it just doesn't make sense to me that there's actually going to be a thriving market for third-party Libra wallets. Like, I'm using, what is this, Atomic Wallet, is a a Mm -hmm. Mac desktop crypto wallet. Now, it would be trivial, Facebook's engineering talent, to to add Libra here. They have a bunch of shit coins on here, so they certainly could figure out how to connect Libra to this. But once you leave Facebook's ecosystem, unless you have extremely stringent restrictions on how these wallets are implemented, it's much more wild west, and they can't really regulate all of the money laundering of your customers yeah. that they do within the system. So it becomes a catch twenty two where I what I predict is they're gonna say is, yeah, we wanted to do third party wallets, but uh, you know, the money launders whatever have are really gonna yeah. use them. So we had to do it all in house and um really now it's actually just in the WhatsApp and Instagram and all these places where we completely control the environment. And if there are third party implementations, my guess is they will be sort of dumb implementations that can just mm. transfer in and out, but you actually need like a um uh, like a hub wallet. Like I don't think you'll be able to get a a third party wallet if you don't already have a native wallet. I can imagine yeah. them creating sort of anchor wallets and then satellite wallets, but you're gonna need a mothership anchor wallet. And that mothership anchor wallet has to have an insight into where all of your Libra is because this is even true, like even Bitcoin. Every single wallet attaches to the chain. Everything is logged. Facebook Mm -hmm. is never going to create a situation where Libra allows you to do things that are hidden um, from them. And it's kind of unclear to me, like, is Libra a blockchain? Like, will there be Libra um, analytics from third parties? All this stuff gets very hairy. Um, And pretty much what I heard Marcus say, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, was that Libra would be a superior law enforcement tool because they could just give people direct access and you wouldn't have to go through the bags like you do now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I I think that the, the messaging
1: this was sort of confusing, frankly, from Marcus, um because there was a question and I I again forget exactly I, I don't have the notes on exactly who this was, but um one of the one of the reps this morning, I think, um Asked and they use this. They use this exact phrase: um, "Is they have is Libra an anonymous bearer instrument?" Um, which you know, those of us who are like in the space, quote unquote, know that that means like, is it cash? Um, and it's also we, a great name for a band,
0: if anyone's looking.
1: <laughs> and it's a great thing, right? It's a, it's a very useful thing to be in certain certain ways. And what I, again, I was shocked by the lack of preparation because Marcus really went back and forth. At first he said, it's not. And then he said, it is. Um, And this was sort of part of a longer string of answers that he gave the whole day when people asked about, you know, KYC, AML, terrorist funding, drug dealers, that whole nexus of things. What he said, and this tracks really well with your theory about the game plan, or at least what would probably happen. he said KYC and AML, uh, know your customer and anti money laundering stuff is all going to happen through on and off ramps. So he basically said wallets and exchanges, which they've already said exchanges are going to host Libra, um, wallets and exchanges will bear full responsibility, uh, for making sure that you're not a bad person, um, was, was my takeaway from the testimony, which is like kind of insane if, they're trying to say, um, OK, we're going to start this network and we're going to play by the rules, but we're going to outsource the most important part of playing by the rules. Um, and so I don't understand how any of this squares. It just doesn't quite add up. And it was just another I, I, the, the, it was puzzling how uh,
0: unconvincing some of the things he was laying out were. Yeah, there's a very real um belief going around, at least crypto Twitter, that um Libra will never launch and that yeah. the whole thing was a, a, a sham. And I don't necessarily buy that rumor, but I do buy that some of the things that they're presenting, like having individual third party wallets, police, your customer and anti-money laundering regulations, mm-hmm. are destined to fail and they know they're destined to fail. Yeah. So you could you could say that one possible explanation, and this does fit with what we were talking about earlier about them not really intending to have third-party wallets, is that they are including several very objectionable parts that people will rightly object to. Those will get cut out, and the whole thing will become smaller, more sanitized, and basically look like Zuck Bucks on the WhatsApp yeah an Instagram network, which is all Facebook really wants in the first place. I don't think they really want to revolutionize world money. I don't think they want the responsibility of it. It's cool to imagine a world, and we've talked about on the show, a world where people don't even remember what Facebook is. And they're like, wow, they started off as a social network, and now they're (laughs) the money of the world. But a much more realistic outcome is the Zuck Bucks outcome. Where this is just Disney Bucks for Facebook, it's interoperable with yeah. PayPal. It doesn't really change anything. The Swiss part gets dropped. The nonprofit part gets dropped, and this is yeah. looking smaller. The Consortium smaller. gets dropped. Yeah, and I don't. And it looks like there are people are on their way. If, people, if those people are are negging Facebook uh, behind their back to Congressmen, it doesn't seem like people are very happy about where it's going. Yeah, and I, I wonder I wonder how people are gonna feel about that if and when it happens,
1: which I again I think a really reasonable I mean, because you, you you just have to kind of engage in some speculative hypothesizing about what is really going on. Like, are they clueless that they're actually sincerely trying to push this, or is there a metagame where they're kind of angling for a different outcome than what they're actually stating? Um and, and and I think that, um, yeah, the idea that they're just going to shrink it down, I mean, they tried to do payments on Facebook uh, a few years ago, maybe back in 2012, I think, something like that. Um, they tried to have kind of an internal payment system, and it, it didn't work. And I think that, I don't know, maybe one hypothesis is they're trying to give it a veneer of not just Facebook um by by going through this whole process, and then they 're going to scale it back and somehow they 're hoping that it'll retain this sort of crypto facade um for for people who are using it instead of uh it just being disney disney dollars um but i don 't know
0: i I'm, I'm at just, this point uh, I bet they wish they did launch it a couple of years ago because this is the worst possible time to be entering into this, and if it already existed, it would probably be hard to be uh, to put back in the uh, in the lamp but uh, i think now uh what what, what do you think what, what um what, what are your odds that libra ever launches right now in your mind i don't think
1: facebook will tolerate a black eye as big as not doing something um I, but i don't know though maybe that's maybe that's what we're saying in the case i mean they have they have closed products they have changed things um i mean maybe maybe they really will just put it back on the shelf um, especially after I mean this has just been the last couple of days have not been good. Uh I, some people disagree, but but I really feel like it, it is a bad
0: showing. Um I, I'll let you I get think- out of here in a second, but I, I have one uh one final uh um uh, note here, which is a uh a uh, recurring theme, which is uh I think we can agree that the loser of these hearings was uh, Facebook. And I think the winner is Satoshi Nakamoto. I mean uh, to see coming how valuable it would be to have a no leader system. Uh, yeah. That seems like the smartest thing he did. Of, of all of his decisions, um, uh, not putting himself in a place to get uh, grilled by Congress people, very smart yeah. move. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that um, I, I missed the, the second half of the hearing today, but
1: I was seeing some stuff about um, uh, Satoshi was actually mentioned in Congress. Um, so I, I don't know if that's a first, but, and I
0: think it was I think both Satoshi and shit coins are now in the, uh, (laughs) so that, so that's a victory. I didn't realize how much of of the hearing is actually not about asking questions or getting new information, but putting information into the record. Mm. Um, Um, so a lot of the questions are not actually questions. They're just people who just like wanted to like bag on Facebook into the congressional record. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I guess I'm not as much of a
1: veteran of listening to those hearings as some people who were, were pointing that out. I mean, I was disappointed by, I, I really thought that, um, Marcus was, you know, giving a lot of these like hedgy answers and people were cutting him off, uh, and moving on to their next point because they thought he was going to not give a real answer. Um, but, I, but I guess there is apparently, you know, it seems fair that, uh, some people just wanted to spend their time talking. Um, but, but that being said, y- even if that was the overriding motivation for the people sitting on the hearings, um, it still did not look good, you know, like the from the response, not just from what they were saying. Like, it wasn't just that they were saying negative stuff. It was
0: that Marcus was not adequately responding to the negative stuff. And I think it's a win for Congress. Like, I... Um... I know that that there's probably, like, ardent um, libertarians out there who, um, you know, uh, are going to say they don't understand this stuff no matter what. But uh, I was impressed that Mm -hmm. uh, it seemed like there was a future in which the uh, uh, U.S. government and uh, Bitcoin could uh, coexist peacefully and uh, potentially Mm -hmm. even it was the kind of thing that could excite some of the people. So, uh, as usual... Bullish on Bitcoin. Bullish for Bitcoin, from uh, from my perspective.
1: Although apparently not from the markets, I did not realize we had had such a bad day.
0: Was it a bad? Uh, the the crash was kind of before. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that it was, was more a couple like, of days, uh, perhaps. I think that was more like Trump tweet uh, after effects. Like during yeah. the hearings, it's been pretty flat and stable. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, either way. The uh, the the happy music, even if the price is down, I think is justified here.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you so much, David. Yeah. Thank uh, where, you. This where can fun. where can people have you uh, have you uh, begun publishing for uh, Fortune or uh, what can we expect? Uh, yeah,
1: I have, I have I've got a few things out. I'm not writing a ton about crypto, um, but uh, it'll be it'll be in the mix um, and uh,
0: always on Twitter at just at David Z Morris. Thank you so much. That was Coin Talk. Uh, I edited this myself because it's a dispatch. We brought you in partnership with Medium. Thanks for listening.
1: That was.